Ooh, ooh, we we made it. We made it to another episode. <laughs> hey, hey, oh, all right. Bam, bam, bam. Hey, what's up, y'all? Quest Supreme Podcast with your boy Kamal X in the building. Ooh, oh no, that's electric. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Put put the beat back. Put the beat back. Can't wait to get my turntables going. Takes us to the next level. Hey, hey, what's up, y'all? Hey, man, just a rewake up for me and you, okay? <laughs> um, yo, oh man, whoa, whoa, whoa. The world has literally changed since the last episode, like literally. And we're all feeling in so many different ways. So much to say. Oh my gosh, so much to say. I'm your boy Kamal X. We in the building. Ooh, I'm trying to keep. I was like, yo, how am I going to keep this down to 30 minutes? Like it's like impossible. But then I got like these cameras. I'm trying to like up the ante with the with the with the media, with the with the um the outputs. And it's like, but man, it's tough to go over 30, like keep it under 30 and really say what you gotta say. Ooh, so I'm gonna I'm gm do what I do, I'm gonna do what I feel. I'm gonna speak from the heart as always. Um and see what, what this comes about. But anyway, yo, how y'all doing today? How you doing? How you feeling? How you feeling? We've been on a cool journey, a cool journey, a, a a journey for real, a journey for real. That's dope. That's a good like album cover name or something like that. That'd be dope. But anyway, um, serious business. I'm in a good mood, but it's some serious business going down on so many different levels. Um, and it's and I actually was supposed to do this episode last week, but I decided to to move it up. Uh, no, move push it back actually because I wanted to like further really feel what was going on because i think in today's culture we're so quick to have a response we're so quick to like put some content out so to speak and it's like did you really even give yourself time to think about what just happened like reflect and really feel what you're what you're about to say because once you put that out there i see a lot of times we put things out and then you know if you really meant it cool but i'm wondering did you really give yourself due process did you really give yourself time to really go into the different elements and see it from different perspectives because I think it's important, especially in times like now, to be careful of what you put out there into the world. Not necessarily because of the reaction people may have, but more so make sure that you really mean what you say. I've been looking, I've been learning more about Malcolm X, which is my guy. A lot of us love Malcolm X. Um, But one of the greatest quotes I found out about him recently is that he said, my credentials are within my sincerity. Like, no matter what I say, I'm, I'm paraphrasing like a mofo, but <laughs> no matter what I say, know that it's coming from sincerity. Even if I'm wrong, that was in sincerity. And even as I, if I'm wrong and I change my perspective on something, know that it was always sincere. And that's like some heavy-ish, man. That just makes me think about like, so when you're putting something out into the world, like, is that sincerity? Do you really feel that? Did you really take time to put your name next to that? Or are you just like reacting and just throwing things out and seeing what happens? Um, I say that in regards to this episode because I think anybody, all of us have our own platforms in different ways. And I just don't want to be a person fanning the flames, which is something I've been noticing. Um, and I think it's it's all... We're growing somewhere. We're, we're, we're shifting. We're in a shift um, for sure. Um, but there's within a shift, there's so many different avenues and so many different voices. And we don't have any real leadership right now, which I think is, you know, a lot of the reason why 
there's so many different ways of different energies coming into play. A lot of negative, a lot of positive, uplifting, quiet, um, scared. You know, all these things are like in this melting pot of where we are in this world as a society, as a as a humanity. And I just think we have to be careful and make sure that we're adding, not subtracting, that we're bringing love into the place instead of hatred and fear and and, and just unnecessary just disruption. Because I'm all like, sort of like how, like, you know, you got the peaceful protest, you got the riot, but then you got the looter. The looter is something that we don't, we don't, we don't bang with that because that's a whole different reality that, that puts a bad name on everything that was going on. But the others, although can be extreme, although can be as angry as can be rage, it's justified because we understand where it's coming from. We understand the reason and we understand the direction that we're trying to go as a whole, as it helps us as a whole. Um, so yeah, that's the reason why I took some time before I started this episode. But the thing that I wanted to talk about on this particular episode as it reflects to all of us, first of all, I want to say thank you. Thank you for being a part of this. Thank you. I'm sure if you listen to this podcast, I'm sure you're one of the people that are about change, that are putting the love in the air, doing your praying, talking, having conversations, reaching out to friends, rethinking your own plays in terms of what you've done in the past with things you might need to change on all spectrums. All of us have things we need to open up to, which I'm going to get to in a, in a moment. Um, so thank you for that in itself. You know, we don't we don't just get to this moment by mistake. We don't just like change like this doesn't just happen because someone just threw it at us. All of us have been a part of this. All it's been a lot of ugly pieces to get here. <laughs> but all of us have in our own way have been a part of this. So as we are in this moment and so many people are stepping up in a powerful way, in a way that makes sense to them. I just want to say thank you. But as we go into the future, which we're not necessarily sure how this thing is going to play out. What I will speak on is what's where we are right now, which is the shift. And I think this is the most important part that I've I've been like feeling and just really spending a lot of time with. Because when I was out there, I've been taking photos. I've been on my photography ish and I had to. This is a moment in history. I had to risk it to go out there. I went to four protests, which was unbelievable. Each one had their own feelings, emotions, voices. Um, there have been times when I was shooting and literally I had to stop because I would just get so emotional from the things that are being said, what I'm witnessing. You know, you see these things on TV and documentaries and all sorts of stuff from the past. And to be in the present, in the moment, and then to be a part of it in a way, in terms of sharing that story with the world through my through photography for me, it was really uh, uh, an emotional, a lot of emotional moments for me. Um, but while I was out there, a lot of feelings I felt I've never felt before. And for one, as African-American, as a black man, I have never been anywhere and seen so many different races of people caring about my culture. I've never seen it like that. All these lies, all these signs saying black lives matter, you know, defund the police, all, all the signs that we've seen, all, all the there's so many of them. Right. To witness that. And then there was one protest. I think there was over 30,000 people to witness 30,000 people all saying black lives matter. All like really giving a damn about my life to the point where I'm I'm in I was in San Francisco for that one. So there wasn't a lot of a huge number of black people It was primarily um, different races. But 
the love is still there. So there's no judgment on that. It's just what it is. Just a lot of people don't live in San Francisco. <laughs> but like, I remember walking around and I noticed people were noticing me because there wasn't that many black men and I'm a big black man on top of that. So I, I but it wasn't like a, a look at like staring at me in a bad way. It was more like a love and like, wow, man, we're here for you. Like, wow, we want to see you live. We want to see you get justice and all. So feeling that on that, that amplify, I've never felt that before. It was really choking me up. I'm not going to lie, man. I just, it's just something that in our lifetime as black, as black people, we just don't ever think that the world is going to give a shit about us. So to see our generations and all this stuff coming together in such a powerful way, that's something I will never forget. And it's reminded me of the, the fact that no matter how much we think we know, we don't know shit. We don't know what it's capable, what's possible. We don't know what we can create. Especially when it's grounded in love. There's so much hate out there. But like, yo, like this is unbelievable. And it taught me the importance of shifts. So I was looking into um, the two pillars when you, in terms of especially main, mainstream media. When people talk about the Malcolm X and then you got Martin Luther King Jr. And often they talk about that because these are two of the, two, the, the main voices that we've heard that people put up when they speak about civil rights movement and making change. And a lot of it is about the different ideologies in terms of Malcolm X being the more by any means necessary, protect yourself. Um, we need to be in our own community. We don't need to be integrating with different races. We have to like build our own community to, to strengthen ourselves and all these things uh, from that nature, which a lot of people at were on a fence with and other people felt was too extreme because they felt like it alienated others and made us be and it created more of an issue in terms of races and finding harmony and all that whereas martin was more on the you know everybody come together we want equality justice bring it together peaceful no harm no foul you know like no 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 harm no foul but like the whole peaceful movement pro peaceful protests no no looting, no fighting back, no, you know, all that stuff, right? And I hope I don't, I hope I'm not teaching you anything right now. <laughs> but like, so the thing about those two characters, not characters, but those two leaders in our community that I've been thinking about in regards to shifts is the things that most people don't know about those two people on the, when it comes to their story in the main media. No one normally talks about this, but for both of them, both of them, I remember with Martin, Martin Luther King, I believe he said but right around before he got assassinated, he was questioning his way of going about it in terms of saying, man, I don't know if this is the right way. I look at where we're going. I'm trying to integrate and make us one. But I'm feeling like this oneness is blinding us to our power. It is going to put us in a position where we never really will get equality, but the false sense of equality and hope, but no real sense of equality and justice. And for Malcolm, so a lot of people never talk about this, but when Malcolm, when he went to Mecca, when he went to Mecca, when he went to, yeah, when he went to Mecca, he left the nation of Islam, went to Mecca, and then he experienced Mecca where all the, I believe all Muslims come together, something they're supposed to do once a lifetime, it's supposed to be an unbelievable experience. And he saw all these different races coming into one. And for him, He's never witnessed that. He's never witnessed white, brown, black, all in the same vicinity, all showing love, all caring about each other. He never experienced that. So that changed him. And when he came back to America, he changed his whole outlook on the whole separation and, and the hatred. He, he realized that we are one, that man is one. And he admitted to that and said that, yo, <laughs> I was wrong. 
And I'm understanding now that I don't hate all white people. I just hate hatred. I, and it was more about realizing that we are not, it's not all white and black and that there is a gray area and there is good people on all, from all walks of life. And if we're on the good side, you're on the good side. And, and we should believe in bringing those, all of us together. So with both of those figures, there was a huge, there was a shift in ideology. I bring that to us because what I see happening is for a lot, there's a shift happening. Like when I was walking the streets and I saw all that Black Lives Matter, all these different races come together. I know for a fact that a lot of people that were out there, that they have been learning. They have been listening. They have taken the time to take a step back. They are realizing that maybe they have been um, ignoring and, and not paying attention to all these things that we've been yelling for, for, for hundreds of years. And that's a beautiful thing. But when I when I speak on this podcast, though, I'm always going to make this something that we can can reflect on, make it a very self-reflective. I want us to make sure that we're always making our quest supreme. Right. So what I started to think about my, for me, because I can't point the finger and say, well, you're shifting. Good for you. Now you shift. You need to shift. You need to shift. You need to shift. Get together because I got it all together. Right. That's the easy way out, I think our way of looking at it. But I believe that we all need to shift, that we all need to question our ideologies and our ways of going out, going through things. Because I'm seeing things, granted it's all online, but I'm paying attention to it. And I'm noticing that some people that have been fighting for equality, fighting for bringing it together, I'm seeing more hatred in, their, in, the, in the tone more hatred and divisiveness and the rhetoric based on reacting to things that they're seeing on internet. And seeing, and what I'm seeing is that if we, although we've started the process and a beautiful thing is happening, but there's a whole lot of levels to change and it can look cool. It can look amazing out there in the protests and doing that. But if we go back to our home and we still angry and we're still mad and we're still putting other people down and we're talking about race wars and talking about F them and F them and all these argumentations of trying to break old ideologies and that creating more friction. I believe that there's going to have to be a I mean, you need it to get to anywhere and change is not easy. But for us personally, I just want to make sure that we're thinking about how we ourselves can really make a change. And that goes for all of us. I think it's a cop out for anyone to say, oh, well, I've, I've always been on the right side. I've always been, I always had it figured out. I've always been talking this. I'm finally, they can't, they finally catching up. And that's an easy place. That's a place to be. I understand that mentality, but if we're going into a new world, we all need to make some changes. We all, it's kind of like in a relationship when like you finally forgive somebody, if something goes wrong, you forgive them and then y'all move on. Right. But you can't move on. And then every time something goes wrong, keep badging at them like, you know, because then you're just going to keep fighting and fighting and fighting. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say that we are a perfect world now because we had some protests and people got some banners outside either. But I will say for all of us that this process of shifting is not going to be an easy few months kind of thing there's a lot of rage behind this, this shift there's a lot of we've been in the house for three months we don't know what's going on for covid economy isolation all these things come into play under this 
this this symbol, which is this great thing. But beneath the surface of it, there's a lot of anger, a lot of anger from a lot of different ways. And I don't again, I don't have an answer. I know I don't have an answer on this, but what I feel is that I want to make sure that we are understanding that we need to really find peace with our feelings and make sure that we're coming from a peace love space and not an anger and and bitter space for anybody. This does not go for black people, white people. It's not about that. I think this goes for all of us across the board if things are going to really change. There's people that reach out to me and ask me questions and it's like for me to get angry and go, I don't know you doesn't now if I if I pull that card and get yeah push away and get angry about it now how am i helping the pro the, the situation the problem now i'm using my past issues and i'm pushing someone away that's trying to find answers i understand that they do need to figure out themselves i don't owe anybody any explanation about what's going on in america or what i feel every day i don't but if i want change i can't just sit back and think it's going to happen either now, some people got different assignments in this, <laughs> so I'm not going to say that we all got a lot of homework here, but I don't want us being angry and creating more fear and creating more division and putting ourselves in mentalities where we need to start preparing for a race war. People putting themselves in situations feeling like they need to protect themselves out of fear of where this is going to go and where this is going. So it's important for all of us because I really do believe this. We make this world the way it is. Each one of us has a voice and collective consciousness is nothing to play with. So I believe if all of us just continue to be who we are, but also look at ourselves and understand what shifts that we need to make in terms of our way of dealing with this, our way of seeing ourselves, our way of being friends to people that are different from us, from taking in information, from hearing things that are uncomfortable to hear. What is going to be our shift? What is going to be the shift for us? And for me, it doesn't have to be necessarily something that you put out into the world. It could just be something for you. Again, for me, when I went to those protests and I was taking those photos, which I can't wait to share with you guys, they're, I think they're amazing um, and important. Um, but I had a shift moment for myself because when I saw so many people caring about my culture, black America, black people, period, I had to go, oh, shit, I, I can't just think everybody don't give a shit about me no more. That was a shift for me. And that was not an easy thing to do. I'm so used to not being that person that I just was like, man, this ain't, you know, I'm so used to just not, you know, us doing what we got to do. Fuck everybody else. I'm going to be in my own world that I don't even think that's people are going to try and, and be a part or care or be inclusive. I, I, that's not a reality. I got to go to Burning Man for that. <laughs> or go out the country, which is why I travel so much. Um, but here, hell no. So I had to take away that lens for a moment because I'm seeing it in front of me. And I'm like, oh, shit, wait a minute. Maybe I got it wrong. Now, not everybody. Everybody doesn't get that lens. But I can't walk around with this sense of false understanding and this sense of pushing things away or blocking things off based on what I believe when something right in front of me is showing me something different. And it's easy, I think, again, to to go like, well, this is just a moment. They don't mean this shit. This isn't, you know, I still got to do me, man. I'll be angry or find different reasons to talk about certain topics that can kind of reignite the flame of anger 
towards people that don't agree with your with your with our mindset and what you think should be happening. But again, if we're going into a new world or a different world or whatever you want to call it, we have to both be reaching across the aisle in different ways and find a new understanding. We are a new generation. And there's a whole bunch of younger people that are coming under us that is a whole different vibe. And this old school shit is on its way out. Obviously, we see it. We see it. And it's up to us. We're This is our time. And we're seeing our time. We're really making a change. And we can be a part of this in a powerful way if we let go of the old. Keep the, not let go of the old. Understand the old. But use it in a way that's going to actually help us be better. I just want to grow through, grow through this and be a better person. I want us to be greater people. And I don't want us to ever forget anything. But at the same time, I want us to understand that forgiveness, understanding is a joint process when it comes to a community anyway. We got to come together. And I don't, and again, this is just my vibe. This is how I feel. It's just something that I, in my spirit, when I come down to it, I just really am afraid that anger, fear, and rage are going to overcome the love that's really happening. Kind of like how the looters' stories were like becoming the main thing that everybody's talking about instead of the peaceful protest. So I'm just, I don't want these negative stories and ideas to start to over, like, make us think that this is the way it is and this has to be the way it has to go and manipulate our mindset to start to be more afraid because that's bullshit. There's a lot of real beautiful things happening and we have to make sure that we light up the darkness even when darkness is all around us. That's up to each and every one of us to make shifts, to see what's going on and to accept the good. And even when it doesn't feel comfortable, understand the purpose of it. Understand that I have to shift and reach to really change, to make a shift in my own life and perspective so that we can be better moving forward. So, yeah, man, it's again, it's so many things. And it's the 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 the, the photography that I did out there, man, that was just crazy. I can't again, I can't wait to share it with you guys really moving, really moving stuff. This is a time in history that, oh man, for us to be here is is a special assignment. Um, and I just hope that all of us know that we all have a different voice and we should be using it. We should be using it creative creatively. Uh, with your friends, um, with yourself writing. Uh, a good friend of mine, even she was saying, what did she say? She said she actually was got motivated by what's been going on and just trying to find a voice and, and expanding herself and her and getting her story out there. And I think she she like applied to a, a program or something like that. And I thought that was so dope because it just shows that you don't have to, there's not one way about being a part of this and being a part of a change. There's so many ways that we ourselves can find and, and just do things that help us feel like, yeah, I'm a part of, I'm shifting, I'm growing, I'm sharing, I'm doing something that's making this world a greater place. I'm bringing more people together than bringing them apart. And that's what the goal has to be. That's what the goal should be. And that's where I'm at with it. Bringing us together, not creating more fear and disruption and just falsified bullshit ways of looking at life. I refuse to accept that into my life. I refuse to be in fear. I see love first, not fear, not hate. I just don't. I don't pay attention to that shit that much. It just, I will not, it will fuck up my day. It will fuck up my life. I can't, I used to be that way. I used to be so afraid of everything. Not, not afraid, but I used to think about the worst 
in every situation to prepare myself to deal with it. And I started realizing that was making me a certain kind of person. And once I started seeing love first and possibility first and wandering first and adventure first, that's what started my life created. <laughs> my life started to become that. So make sure you're seeing the world the way that need the way that serves you and doesn't make you into something that you aren't. See the love in the room. See the possibility in the room. See what you can be. And don't be afraid of it. If it if if you <laughs> Looking at what's going on right now in the world, we could have never said this was going to happen. We could have never viewed this to be a, th a real thing. So this shows you that anything is really possible. Anything. So just imagine what you can do. If the world can do all this, and it's unbelievable, I still can't believe it. I still don't got enough words. This might be another episode I got to do on this again where I can further understand what the fuck is going on. But, man, imagine what we can do for ourselves and making a shift, a change. And surprising ourselves. So, mad love and light. This is the Quest Supreme with your boy Kamal X. Make sure you check out my um, my Instagram, my website, IamKamalX.com. My Instagram is IamKamalX. Also, I have photos from the four protests that I went to. Really powerful stuff. Really um, inspirational stuff, I believe. Instead of all the destruction and bullshit, I decided as a photographer to just more so focus on the positivity. Which is something, again, it's about what you choose to pay attention to. So mad love and light. I love y'all. Um, catch y'all next week. We in this together. I love y'all. Peace.